Ashley Mayo, host of We Arrow On podcast. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm super pumped to create a space like this. My goal is to inspire and motivate and really take away some of the pressure we put on ourselves to succeed. Through personal stories and interviews, you'll come away with tangible tips to apply to your life, as well as the realization that mistakes and mishaps are really just launching pads into new chapters of growth. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and always remember, we try, we fail, we learn, we grow, we evolve, we arrow on. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and happy 2021. This is my first um, episode post-baby. So we had a baby Cameron on December 5th, and I'm getting back to it because I promised that I would, and I love doing this, so here we are. He is currently napping in the other room, so we'll see how this goes. I'm just keeping it real. First time trying this. So today I want to talk about um, my favorite holiday, and that is New Year's Eve. Christmas is cool, Thanksgiving's fun, there's a lot of cool holidays out there, but New Year's for me has always been like a favorite. I just love the excitement about it. Um, I actually uh, met my husband on New Year's. I'll have that story on later on. Um, so it's another added bonus of why I love it, but I loved it before then. I just love that, um, the idea of a fresh start, the idea of reflecting. I like to always reflect on my, uh, my progress, my life, my relationships, I think reflecting as you go can help improve things. But of course, especially on this new, the eve of a new year, you can really reflect on a whole year of what, you know, what was, what went well, what can we improve on? And then I like to always, you know, find ways to improve, but also celebrate what, what went well in that year too. So even if you had an overall bad year, you could still find little nuggets of things that you learned or you can carry with you into the new year. And especially with 2020, how it's been, um, you could easily see that it might be overly negative for some or most people. There was a lot of, you know, hard, tough parts that are still happening, still going on. It's not over. But um, I know a lot of us learned and grew from that, and there's things we can take into the next year that still can help us. Um, so I saw this on one of, if you're local to Tallahassee, I saw this on a Jim's post. Um, if you know Burn Tallahassee, they had this, which I thought was a really cool thing for a gym to say. Um, they said resolution or evolution. And I kind of love that idea because I think a lot of pressure is put on New Year's sometimes, a lot of times actually. So, you know, that January 1st, we have these big, huge, lofty, like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds and I'm going to like all of a sudden, you know, run five miles every day. Or we get these big, we get really excited, which is good. But then we get these big, huge ideas, which aren't bad. Um, but if we don't break them down, they can easily be, um, you know, not, I'm not going to say impossible, but not easily attainable if we don't break it down. Um, so I like the idea of resolution. Are we going to say, like, new year, new me? Or are we just going to say, you know, I want to improve every year. I want to get a little bit better than I was last year. And I think that, to me, personally, that to me is a much more healthy way to look at it um, as opposed to like I'm just going to change my whole you know 
my whole outlook, my whole wardrobe, my whole routine. That's a lot to do, and we may not need to do that. How you are right now is fine. Where can you tweak things to make your life better, your outlook more positive, or if it is health and fitness, how can you tweak things a little bit to get to where you want to be? And it does take time. And yeah, what what does make what makes January first different than any other day, right? We could we could start a new program plan, nutrition plan, any day of the week, any date, right? So January first isn't really different, but we are made to think it's this big reset of like, okay, on this day it's all going to be different, and that's not always the case. So even though I love the idea of a fresh start, the idea of New Year's can put too much pressure. Um, and again, if our if our aspiration or goal is like so so big it can make us we can easily get discouraged because we can't live up to it I like the idea of picking a word or a theme for the year I did this the past couple years um, instead of a long list of like all the things you want to change or do I kind of like to pick one word you kind of like think about it for a while look at a bunch of different words find one that kind of speaks to you and then that's your word and then I started doing a I would get a bracelet, which this might sound cheesy to some people, but like a bracelet of different companies. Like my intent, my intent does one, and this year I'm getting one from Little Words Project on Instagram. But having that word on your wrist or nearby, it's a it's a constant reminder of like, okay, last year my word was vibrant, um, and who I never knew picking that word at the beginning of the year would be very hard to do. Vibrant is like seeing the seeing the great and small everyday life, right? Seeing, staying excited, staying happy, even when it's hard. So that was kind of like an important word for that year. But every time I had a hard, I had a, some bummed feelings or started to feel like negative, I would see that on my wrist and know, okay, this is my theme for the year. It's a gift, right? So even if you think about um, whatever's happening in the present time, could be good or bad, right? But if you think about it, like it still is a gift to have this day no matter if this day is terrible. Like, it's a gift to even have a day to wake up to. If you frame things like that, which can be hard, I'm not saying I always get it right, but if we can frame it like that, how different would our outlook be um, on our day-to-day -day life, going to work, meeting with people at work, um, dealing with friends or difficult situations? That would probably change a whole lot. So that's my word, that's my theme. That might be your thing, maybe not. Um, but getting back to New Year's and new ideas and things you may want to change, things that help us stick with it. What happens, how do we stick with these plans? And I, I started a book which actually is very helpful for the new year. I didn't realize how helpful it would be. Um, the book's called Atomic Habits. You probably heard about it. Um, it is so about like little how little habits, little changes really affect the outcome. And I'm just starting it, but it's already so good. So the idea of thinking small. So if you want to be a morning person and you want to get up ultimately like an hour before your kids and you want to read the Bible, meditate, do a workout, whatever your thing is, um, start small. Like don't maybe don't start don't set yourself up for a failure and say day one I'm gonna wake up an hour earlier that can be discouraging because it's gonna be hard to just all of a sudden do that so maybe you just do 10 minutes do 20 minutes gradually up it and then pretty soon 20 is nothing and you're doing an hour and it's no big deal but you gradually get there um, to help yourself 
do that. Same thing with running. Um, if you want to train for a half marathon, that's great and that's doable, but you need to break that down and try, let's walk a mile. Now let's get to running a mile. Now we can add some miles as we go. Um, you don't want to just jump into this big, huge goal because then you're kind of setting up for failure sometimes, a lot of times. And Atomic Habits talked about too, that our systems, that the systems that you do, the plans in place are more important than the goals. These goals are big and shiny and it's fun to say and like have these great ideas, but your systems and your routines of your daily life, that's what's gonna really get there. And that's the stuff that people don't see behind the scenes. People don't see the hard, tough times or the little things you're changing. People just see this ultimate end transformation, right? They see you like, wow, you look great. You lost 10 pounds or wow, um, you're more productive now because you're up in the morning and you're better, you have better patience with your kids in the morning. They just see these big end, the end goal, right? They don't see behind the scenes when you were doing little things that added up to this big thing. So for example, you wanna start being a morning person, you wanna work out in the morning. Your, some of your systems could be having your clothes set out the night before. Even better, put them in the bathroom. So you have to get up to the bathroom, your clothes are already there, once you're dressed, that's half the battle. You're already dressed, now there's no, you're not gonna get undressed and get back in bed. That'd be kinda, would defeat the purpose. Um, same with meal prep. You can't, if you have it prepped and ready to go, it's it's harder to fail. If you put the time in the systems, that's going to help your goal. And accountability, like tell others what you're doing. Don't tell the whole world maybe, but make sure someone in your life knows, your spouse, your best friend, your sister, make sure somebody knows, hey, I have this goal, here's what I'm doing, and I want to check in with you and, and little by little and show you what I'm doing and just to keep me accountable. And make sure that's a good friend or a good person who's going to like pump you up. If it's negative Nancy down the street, maybe, maybe you don't want to tell that person. <laughs> but if you think about it, all great things take time. Um, you don't just turn around and write a book. You don't just turn around and lose 10 pounds. It takes these little steps that may not be um, as shiny and great as the end goal, but it takes those little things. And you can't, you can't judge someone's chapter 25 on your introduction. You're just starting out, you're just doing it. You can't look at somebody else and say, well, gosh, they're just lucky or they just, you know, how'd they do that? They had to start somewhere too and they probably chipped away at it little by little when nobody was noticing. And that's how it happens. So I'm gonna share some of mine with you guys to keep me accountable. Um, I am, again, starting small. I would like, ultimately, um, before we had Cameron, I had a pretty good morning routine. I would get up at least an hour before Olivia. I would um, do some devotionals, some reading, um, some inspiration, meditate, and I would get a workout in. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, like nothing super crazy. But I love to start my day that way and just get it done and I feel better throughout the whole day. I have more energy. I, am, I know that's my thing that I need to have. But I know right now it's not... It's not um, feasible for me to expect myself to get up before a newborn. He's still like, of course, unpredictable and he gets up at three or four or five and I don't, I can't really plan against that, right? So um, in the beginning, it's gonna be just getting a workout when I can. It's not gonna always be in the morning and that's gonna be hard for me, but I'm gonna have to deal with that. Um, but maybe, so maybe in the morning routine, at first I don't get 
a devotional plus a workout. Maybe I'm just getting a quick devotional. I'm still pouring into myself first thing in the morning. I'm still getting a little me time and then gradually add the workout. And maybe for now, I'm gonna have to do the workout later in the day after work when it's not my optimum time, but I'm gonna make the most of it and still get that done, right? It's still good no matter when it's done, even though it's not my favorite time of the day to do it. Um, another small goal that's doable, move to move daily. I need to run five miles, I need to get an hour workout in, but maybe some days it's just a walk to daycare and back to get the kids. And a walk is fine. It's something I'm moving, I'm moving in that direction, and I can gradually add things in as I'm able to with more time and more um, flexibility in my schedule. I do want to stay on the water game. I want to like just drink all the water and also add in as many veggies as I can. I need to get better about that. Now, I do have a big lofty one that I do want to share for accountability, um, but again, example of this not happening overnight. I always encourage, I always hear people's stories or I'll hear something that they went to, they went through, and I'm always like, you should write a book. You need to write a book. You gotta write a book one day. But that's something that I really wanna do. But I always encourage others to do it. So that is on my heart to one day do that. I have no idea what it would be about or anything, but I do love to write. I love to, I love to do that, and that is something I think about all the time. So I hope that one day I can do that. But little steps like, you know, starting a podcast, doing more speaking events like, like that. Things can help you get the confidence and courage to do that. Um, so that is out there, just just showing you. So I would love to hear if you, if, you have, if you have a word, a theme, a resolution for 2021, if that's your thing, if you're doing that, I would love to hear what yours is. I would love to share these on our um, We Air Alon Instagram page. So feel free, if you, if you think of one, if you have that, post it, tag us at we underscore arrow underscore on podcast <laughs> would love to share those um and inspire other people as well as keep you accountable if you need that so share it um tag us and we will all evolve together in 2021 so much for listening. If this episode connected with you and you feel moved to share it, please do. Screenshot and share on Instagram. Don't forget to tag me. Send a link to a friend. And if you really loved it, I'd be honored if you could drop a review. Don't forget to subscribe so you will get access to the latest episodes.